Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Please welcome in our new sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com and you'll discover that Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Underdog Fantasy lets you draft a fantasy dream team in minutes. Sign up now with the code POWERTRIP and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. That's right, deposit $100 and get $100 for free. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use that promo code POWERTRIP and get your first deposit doubled up by $100 by Underdog. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code POWERTRIP today. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the Two Man Power Trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Fucking. To the two man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz. With me today, a very special guest. Of course, he's a country music star. He's a DJ. He's on TV, of course, and and most importantly, a former WCW superstar. He is Mr. Chad Brock. Chad, welcome to Two Man Power Trip. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. It's uh, this is going to be different. I'm kind of a not not so technical. I'm technically challenged, I should say. So this is hey. kind of cool. 
Yeah, no problem. So what's going on in your world? What have you been up to? I know you've been keeping busy. I have. Let me tell you something. I have uh, been busy raising children. Um, they're both. Uh, one is in college. One is about to graduate from high school. Um, I stayed out of the music industry, you know, to be a dad. Uh, and uh, so now that they're grown, um, I'm back uh, doing a, a television show in um, out of Fort Worth and in Nashville. It's on the Country Network, and it's uh, called the Chad Brock Show, and um, it's kind of um, kind of a funny thing because in 2008, um, I started the network um, with another couple guys, um, and it got um, we had a few people that um, got involved that were not um, the kind of folks we want to deal with, and so we got kind of strange and and i got out and um um now that uh, some friends of mine bought it and and it's doing great they asked me to come back and do a show on it and um we've already shot oh about 14 episodes so far and i have a new record deal so i'm back uh about to start touring again this year and i'm excited about that it's been a while since i've been on the road well, wow, keeping very busy. You jumped right back yeah. in to TV, oh, radio. Absolutely. I mean, it's music. I mean, you're right back into things. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you froze for a second there. Froze Sorry about that. Second, yep. Yeah. So what's going on, like, as far as music? Is it new music? Are you, are you going back to the to the hits? What are you doing as far as music? Well, uh, it's new music. We've got uh, quite a few uh, new songs, and I'm writing. I'm back writing a bit. Uh, I wrote. Uh, of course, I had I wrote Yes, which was my biggest hit. Um, I wrote that, um, but I'm back writing again. Um, in fact, I'm headed up to Nashville uh, tomorrow. I'll be writing um, next week. And well, I'm doing also a, a, a tribute. Uh, there's a, a buddy of mine passed away, Daryl Singletary, who uh, was a, to me one of the best country music singers of all time passed away in 17 and so we do a a tribute um kind of a a thing and raise money for charity and um uh, we're doing it on uh, we're doing it next week so i'll be doing uh that show uh, which i'm excited about it's been a while since i've been on that stage in nashville but uh i'll just do three songs and be a part of that but mostly it's been all the way up into Wisconsin and, and Minnesota and Illinois and, and Ohio, all these different fairs, you know, when you go and you, and you go up and you sing, you, most of the time I'll just sing one song and it's yes. And, you know, people recognize the, the big, the song, which it was a big song for me still is. And, uh, and they start booking shows right away. So we've, we've booked a lot of shows this year so far and, and um, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think about just current state of country music? It's a lot different, right? Nowadays, just the, the sound and everything. Uh, you know what? Uh, music, uh, country music, especially is, is cyclical. Um, your bro country. I, I think you might be talking about a little bit about bro country and the little, the, the kind of stuff they're doing now uh, to tell you the truth. I believe it's going away. Um, you hear a lot of um, folks who are kind of tired of it. Uh, they want country music back. Um, so you're, that's, that's what you're seeing is a resurgence of 90s 
country, uh, early 2000s country. Um, you're seeing a big resurgence of that. You know, I, I look at, I'll give you a couple examples of artists. You know, um, there's a, some really good ones out there. Um, uh, Luke Combs, for instance, uh, you know, he doesn't look like he, he looks like he could work at a, at a grocery store, but the guy is an amazing artist, amazing talent. And he's a country music. He just sings great country music, you know, I give you, and so there's, there's a few of them out there that are um, doing what we did back in the nineties and are having really good success at it. And um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I, I couldn't, cut a bro country song if it was in front of me. I wouldn't want to do it. I, I, I'd refuse. It's just something that's, um, you know, um, not in my uh, repertoire, as I want to, as I say. It's just something I don't like to do. I like country music, and and we're going to cut uh, the next record. We're going we're gonna to put, uh, we're going to redo a couple songs that I, uh, we're going to redo Yes. I don't believe Yes was ever released in Europe. Um, it was released, it was number one in Canada, number one here, but I don't ever think it was released overseas. And so we're going to uh, release it in uh, in the UK and probably other places over there. And we're going to cut it, we're going to redo it and cut it again. So we'll own the Masters and we'll own it instead of Warner Brothers. And uh, we're going to do that and uh, some other things. So it's, it's, uh, it's a unique... Um, it's a unique business now. It really has it's changed a lot, but, um, doesn't mean I have to change with it. If you know what I mean, I can still do what I love to do and, and, um, and continue making good music. Yeah. Cause to me, it's like that Toby Keith, Trace Atkins, like that kind of rock is, or, you know, country, yeah. so to yeah. speak, kind of a little bit of country rock is good. That country pop, you know, that kind of stuff is, is no good. Yeah, to me. Just, you know, I, 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 look, I appreciate all music. I appreciate all good music. I should say, um, there's a lot of stuff out there that I could, you know, I wouldn't walk across the street to, to watch if they, or if they gave me a ticket, I wouldn't go. Um, but, but there is stuff out there that is really good. Um, no matter what the genre is, I mean, there's, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, Southern rock. I grew up in Florida where the Leonard Skinner and Molly Hatchet and, and 38 special and put, you know, those guys love those guys love that kind of music. You know, um, every once in a while I'll throw one of those in my show. Um, but, um, it's just stuff that you grew up on listening to in high school and, but it always seemed to go back toward um, traditional country music. And uh, that's what we're doing now. I've got a few songs. I've got a, a, a song. I don't know if you watch Yellowstone or not. Everybody, everybody's a big fan of Yellowstone. Oh, yes. Big time. And, Great job. Uh, I found uh, a song. Um, actually, a buddy of mine wrote, uh, who actually wrote the first single I ever cut. His name's Tommy Schneider. And he's the CEO of the Country Network. Tommy wrote a song with another guy, and um, we listened to it, felt it wasn't the right song for the guy he wrote it for. It was a little bit too mature, I guess. It was, you know, he, he was too young for it. And it would be what um, uh, I guess Rip would say to Beth, you know. Um, 
it would be, it would be one of those kind of deals. It would be uh, such a great song. I, I've listened to it a thousand times. There's, there's some things I'm going to change about it um, with the way that he cut the, the, uh, the guitar vocal was um, not my style. Um, it was more of his style of doing it, but we're going to change it up and, and do it in a nineties version, but updated, you know, uh, updated that way of doing it. Um, so it's going to be interesting, um, to see what happens here in the near future. Great show. They always have good music on there. Yeah. Great yeah. show. Yellowstone. Yeah, it's, it's really is it. And I've seen, I've seen some a lot of good stuff come out of that, and and it's it's kind of funny to watch shows like that change, um, change things so much. It'll change television. It'll change. Um, it'll bring back things. You know, it's like the urban cowboy days brought back country music to a, you know, brought back that whole thing. So I think I think this is doing the same thing, and it's it's bringing back a simpler way of life. Um, you know, and 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 to realize that boy, that's beautiful out there. And you know, and out in out in that whole Yellowstone area, I've been out there many times in Montana, and just living in the country and these cities drive me nuts. You know, where you, can, you every time you turn around, you're it takes you forty five minutes to go two miles. I, I I'm not about the I hate that kind of stuff. It's just not not fun for me. So I uh, I, I you know when I'm home, I'm home. But uh, my if I had any uh, you know it. I live in in, in uh, Columbia, South Carolina now, and I will only be here until probably November, and then I'll move back to North Georgia and the mountains of North Georgia, and looking forward to, to getting back there because I love that area there. It's just peaceful and quiet, and and uh, it's just a good place to a good place to live and to retire one day. Oh yeah. Now, as far as the music industry, were you technically in the music industry first or the wrestling industry first? Were you a pro wrestler first or a musician no. first? No, I was a, I was a singer first and foremost. And here's the story. So it, um, it's kind of a very funny story. I had I had uh, moved to Nashville. I had never really done anything but um, uh, walk into Warner Brothers and never really left. Um, they didn't know what to do with me because of my size. Um, they didn't know, uh, they, they wanted me to lose weight. Um, I lost down to 200 pounds. I can't stay 200 pounds. I'm not, my body doesn't let me do that. So I started training again and I got myself back up to about 255. And I was at Warner Brothers and I was, this was so long ago, it was, Faith Hill was working on her second album. Wow. So this was um, 94. And uh, I was just listening to the, um, the, the vocals and uh, just getting an idea, just, just listening, paying, you know, paying attention. And, and the president of Warner Brothers walked in, and um, I had just left the gym. I had a tank top on. I remember I had a good pump on, and, you know how guys will walk up to you and they'll grab your arm, you know, or something, you know, just, boy, what have you been doing? You know, well, I just got there at the gym, you know, and, and I said, Jim, Ed, you wouldn't, you wouldn't assign me to a record deal that when I, you know, when I weighed 200 pounds, I said, I said, I can't stay there. My body doesn't let me. And, um, I could see the wheels were turning and, uh, 
I, uh, he, so that was a Friday. Um, that Monday I got a phone call and, uh, it was the strangest phone call I've ever had. Um, it was, what do you think about professional wrestling? And I said, I'd watch it. Of course. Um, I've got a couple friends who are a part of it. There was a guy by the name of Clark Haynes who wrestled years ago back for WCW and is from my hometown of Ocala, Florida. And I got in touch and, and well, they offered me, they said, look, we want you to become a professional wrestler. We think we have a, uh, a, a built-in, you know, audience there. Uh, country music, wrestling, the whole nine yards. And um, I, I, my words were, you want me to do what? And uh, they had asked me to... Uh, um, to find out about it, I actually made one phone call to Eric Bischoff that day. That was a Monday. That Wednesday, I was in the power plant in Atlanta. Just like that. And, yeah, just like that. The first person they put me in the ring with was Craig uh, Pittman, and um, who was a monster of a man. And... Um, you know, when it comes to wrestling, um, first thing he did was first thing I learned how to do was was shoot. Was you know was was wrestle. I mean, it was it was something. I, I, he threw me around like I was a two year old. I would go outside. I would throw up. I would come back in. He would do it again. I'd go back outside. I'd throw up, come back in, and do it again. We did it four or five times, and they said we'll see you tomorrow. And I think they were testing me to see if I would quit. You know, and uh, I didn't quit. So there it went. And uh, next thing you know, I'm, I'm being taught by uh, Jody Hamilton and, and uh, a couple other guys over there, uh, Mike Winter. And uh, we called him, we called Sarge, um, Dwayne. Um, and uh, it was, uh, it was very interesting. That whole, you know, it, it, it's, it's like everything else in this world. Uh, it's like it's very similar to the music business um, uh, because it's, it is entertainment, of course. And um, I had the opportunity to uh, to advance a little bit faster than most because I had a record deal. And there were a lot of folks in the business there who did not like that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there were there were a couple of guys that were um, booking, you know, the bookers. And, uh, they, you know, they, uh, they got me a couple of times they were and and I got a phone call. It was before Jody passed away. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at us border patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, I got a phone call from um, from Jody and Jody Hamilton. And for the, for the folks who don't know Jody, he was one of the original assassins back in the 50s and 60s. And he was such a fine man. And um, he he uh, he said, Chad, I, I, I want to apologize. He said, they were trying to hurt you. They wanted you gone. And it was um, it was Kevin Sullivan. It was Arn Anderson, a couple other people like that, who I did not get along with. And um, they wanted they wanted you gone. They want they wanted to hurt you. They and they. And every, every time I'd wrestle, it was a shoot. It was. Um, it was a fight and, um, I, I, it, and it got to the point, uh, you know, we, uh, I, I wrestled, uh, and they, they, they did something with, I guess, uh, where Sarge or Dwayne, it made him a leprechaun and, and with this whole thing. And, and I had a match in Orlando, the Saturday morning matches in Orlando and he threw me out of the ring and my leg got caught that a split no man should ever do tore everything in my lower half of my body. And, um, uh, I was pretty much done at that point, but I was still warm and I wrestled one more match and I wrestled Kevin Sullivan in about a two minute match. And, you know, Kevin's finishing move was to jump on your stomach. Yep. Oh boy. You know, oh, that hurt. You know, it was, it was one of those kind of weird things. And and, uh, and the next day I couldn't move, literally. Uh, I could not uh, move. And uh, they sent me back and they tried to figure out what was wrong with me. And they and after four or five months of everybody in the world grabbing a hold of your testicles and saying, cough, um, I said, it's not that. It's not a hernia. It's not anything. I said, it's something else. And they finally did a uh, MRI and found out that I, I tore the ad- adductor muscle from the inner th- my inner thigh muscle from my pelvic bone literally tore the hip completely up Ouch. and and, uh, and so now and as of 2011 i have an artificial hip uh, and, and it all came from from wrestling but um i have no regrets at all you know um i, I do not i uh you know i, I don't hold grudges um Arn was hurt very badly. I don't know if he has any use of his left arm or whatever it is now. I don't know, but I hold no grudges against about anybody. I know they they tried to hurt me, and they did. But uh, I met some really nice guys in the business that were uh, that were really wonderful, um, Macho and and they're you know and and uh, Sting and, and 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 Diamond Dallas Page is still to this day one of my dear friends and. And, you know, and wrestling guys like Ming and the Barbarian was like a ballet. It was great. It was just, it was, you know, some of the the coolest stuff I've ever done. And those guys could have ripped my face off if they wanted to. But they they took care of me and they uh, um, had great matches. Remember Hugh Morris? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, great wrestler, man. He uh, he did a backflip off the top rope and landed right across me, and it was great. Didn't you know? But I've had an interesting, you know, I've had an interesting time. People ask me all the time, did I enjoy wrestling? And and um, 
I did to a certain extent until, until, you know, I found out they were trying to, you know, they wanted me gone. And, uh, and that, that was when I, you know, decided that I really didn't care much, you know, for it anyway. But, um, um, it's always brought up, uh, it's something fun to talk about. Um, I can still say I'm the only professional wrestler out there with two number one country records under my belt in the whole world, which is kind of cool. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it, it was interesting and, and, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a, a funny story and, and, and I, I tell this all the time and people get a kick out of it in 2000. No, I'm sorry. In, in 1995, we were wrestling in Nashville and I wasn't wrestling that night, but, um, Macho had, had wrestled and, and somebody said, Chad, would you mind taking Macho back over to the hotel? And I had just bought a, a new uh, Z71 pickup. So I pulled the truck around and, and, uh, and Macho comes out and he gets in the truck and goes, Oh, nice truck. And I'm thinking, dude, get out of character. Just get out of character. Yeah. <laughs> and he never, and I, and I knew him till the day he died. And every time I would see him, it would be, Hey, Chad, how are you? Yeah. You know, and, and, and he just never, ever got out of character. And he was so kind to me and, and, uh, you know, and, and had a wonderful time with him and, and, you know, guys that, that I hung out with a lot in Tampa when I was doing radio in Tampa, you know, uh, got to know quite a, quite a few guys that were pretty funny, you know, the big show, uh, good guy, man, you know, just guys like that, that, uh, uh, could do whatever they wanted to in wrestling and, and were nice guys and they're nice to people and they're good to their fans. And, and, uh, you know, uh, uh there's just some guys that, that were so strong, I, you know, it, uh, it, it, it blows your mind how strong some of these guys are. I pick you up with one hand against the wall, you know, and for the fun of it, you know, and, uh, Goldberg, I remember a time Goldberg, we were in Tampa and, and, uh, I picked on him or something. I was playing with him and he picked me up against the wall with one hand. And I looked and he's, I looked him in the face. And I said, if you don't let me down, I'm going to kiss you right in the mouth. He dropped me real quick. You know, <laughs> so, Bill, Bill was a really wonderful guy. Just a great guy. And I got to know, uh, the rock a little bit before, uh, he took off like a rock, you know, like a rocket, no pun intended. Um, but I got to know those guys, you know, very nice guys, you know, um, but I don't know, um, one of the toughest matches, I'll go back. One of the toughest matches I ever had was with Benoit. Oh, I didn't know you worked Chris Benoit. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I, worked, I worked Chris. Um, and that was, uh, I, I remember the match. I was supposed to take, uh, three of those Benoit chops. You know, he was no, you know, he, he was something else for those chops. He hit me the first time and I went down. I wasn't going to take another one. I don't care. I was not taking another Benoit chop. And uh, I gave him a receipt for that one because he knocked the crap out of me. And uh, I never wrestled him again. And, and uh, 
bless his heart, uh, you know, and, and he, when he, the, what happened in 2007, when he, when he killed his family, killed himself, killed his family, you know, and, and, uh, the steroids, and they're still, I know they're still studying his brain and, and those kind of things. So I, I, that broke my heart, you know, um, you know, but I had guys like Kurt Henning, wonderful, just great guys, you know, and I did some stuff with, uh, when I was with Warner brothers and I did a Monday night nitro out in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. In August of 99. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I took on all three of the West Texas, West Texas rednecks, or I took, well, Hurt Henning plus the two other big old boys. And it was, uh, interesting and a lot of fun. It was, it was just a blast to do that. And, uh, but uh, that was the last time that I did anything with, with, with wrestling was 1999. And, uh, Crazy. I got asked to do a, a couple of things that, you know, there's a movie coming out and, uh, I think Ming is in it and um, um, a few other people are in it and they were asked me to do the music for it. And I said, I, I wish I could because Warner brothers owns the music that um, they wanted and it would cost them an arm and a leg. And so I said, look, if I own the music, I would gladly just give it to you to be in the movie. But I, I couldn't do that because Warner brothers would want to license it. And of course that cost, a lot of money. Yep. So how, how did that happen, though, in 99, though, when they bring you back? How did that all go down? Because I know Bischoff at that point was bringing in musical acts. Yeah. Um, he was bringing in, like, Master P and the No Limit Soldiers. Yeah. Kiss, yeah. I believe, was after you guys. And so he's bringing yeah. everybody back. How did that all come to fruition with you returning and doing that, uh, you know, basically almost like a little mini concert on Nitro? Well, it was, and then we, we did Lightning Does the Work, which actually I wrote that song as my intro song when I was coming, when I was going to come in. That was my song that I was going to, you know, come into. And, uh, and it was a, a big single for me at the time. And, and they had asked me to do this. And, and Kurt was trying to do this thing, I guess, as, as, as a singer. And, and we got, into, you know, big old tiff about it. And, and then the next thing you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting both, all three of them at the same time. It's just a knockdown drag out. I sang, I sang live, you know, and, and, uh, and they, they got in my face and I went at it with them. It was great. It, and, but I don't think they did that with master P. I don't know what they did with the rest of the folks, but it was, it was just something they wanted to do with me because of my prior wrestling. And, um, it, it was, a, it was, it was a blast. Um, they took care of me, uh, and, and we laughed like crazy in, on the, in the backstage and, and thought it went great. And we were fighting all the way to the backstage. I mean, it was a knockdown drag out. It was great. And I enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, and that was the last time I did anything, you know, with wrestling. And, and, and if they asked me to, if they gave me a million dollars and said, let's do one match right now, I would go, no, thank you. I, I just don't uh, have any desire because of um, I that hip is uh, that hip it did me in for quite a long time. Did they want yeah. you to have a match with Henning or no? No, it never did. Have, yeah, well, it wasn't really a match um, with Henning. But did they more, think it was going to lead to a match? They 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 thought it would be, um, but it, at that time it was just a um, 
it was just let's let's throw down right there. You know, it was outside. If if whatever happens, happens. And so it was, I guess it was sort of a little mini match, but, but it was me against all three of them instead of me just against Kurt. And, uh, but it still was great. Uh, and I enjoyed that because of how good he was. Uh, he was, um, an incredible wrestler and just a really, really nice guy. And so I enjoyed that part uh, of the, of it all, you know, and, and, uh, I do miss talking to Kurt. I really do. And he was one, he was one of the good guys. Did you have a good relationship with him just as far as like going out, hanging oh, yeah. out, having a beer together, stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. We did. Um, you know, there's, I had, there was a few guys that, uh, that I would see and, and, uh, you know, we go to the gym, uh, in Nashville, you know, not, not Nashville, but in Atlanta, we all worked out at the same gym and, and, uh, Sting was, was a, a wonderful guy still is good man. He always treated me with respect and kindness. Um, any questions that I ever had, he answered. Um, I lost track of Mike winter. I don't know where Mike is now. I'd love to find out where Mike is. I don't, uh, uh, he always took care of me. Um, few other guys I keep in touch. DDP. I talked to him two days ago and I'm going to have him wow. on my show. Um, Wow. I have him on uh, uh, the Chad Brock show on the network uh, coming up. And uh, because of, I'm going to have, it's going to be kind of funny. I'm going to have him try to teach me how to do his yoga, which is not going to be a lot of fun because I am, I'm not very flexible. And your hip. Oh, and the hip. And I know, and we're going to work around the hip, but we'll figure it out. But uh, um, it, it's going to be fun. I, tr I try to make the show. You know, I don't, I try to make light of myself. I've always done that. I, it's, it's, uh, even when I was working in radio in Tampa, I was, I was the guy that, uh, uh, the fall guy, if you want to, if you want to call it, you know, the one that, uh, um, didn't worry about anything. You, you make fun of me if you want to make fun of me, you know, I'll make fun of myself. Yep. You know, I, I don't, it, to me, that's, that's, uh, if you can do that, you can do anything. Have you seen DDP being able with his leg, like literally hold his leg up in the air yeah. with his hand? Like I have flexibility man. for this guy doing the I, yoga. I, it works. I, I know. I freaked out. I I I called and said, I said, Paige, what is this, man? You got your leg over you. I said, You're 60. I don't know how old he's 65 now. Maybe he's even older than that. His legs straight up in the air. And I'm thinking, if I did that, my whole body would like fall apart. You know, and he's taking some guys that have really been in some bad shape. But my only issue is I worry about the hip. What is it going to do? Um, you know, will it uh, will it allow me to um, to find some flexibility? I'd like to have some more flexibility. And I don't know that um, part of this was when I was I was so big when I was born. Did I did the issues come from that? You know, from being so big when I was when I was born and, and coming from the, you know, the birth canal, I'm thinking, you know, mom said there was trouble. Did, did I have trouble like that? Because she would always, she told me when I was little that when I would run, my little leg would just flop, you know? And so it, my hips could be, uh, you know, they, they, they were okay. You know, play football and it had pretty decent speed. But um, if I didn't have those issues with the hips, uh, would it, would I have been faster, you know, um, a lot faster. 
but uh, it never stopped me from doing anything. But um, I don't know if it came from that. So I don't know what I could do. I, but I'm I'm looking forward to the trying and seeing what uh, Paige can do. And uh, um, it would be nice. I don't I don't uh, I know it's it's yoga for regular guys, and I'm a regular guy. Trust me when I say that. So uh, we'll see what happens with it. But I'm I'm going to bring him on the show and and in Nashville, and we're going to ha- have some fun with it. That's great that you guys have been able to been friends for all these years. I mean, oh, God, yeah. 20 plus years. It's great. Oh, yeah. He's he's a good guy, man. He really is. He's uh you know, and he's just uh he's one of those kind of guys that uh he's he's been a true friend for a long time. With like DDP, do you guys talk about current wrestling? Do you talk about wrestling at all or is just more than you know, more than and wrestling? Like, do you keep up than, with it? I, I you know what? I I I don't much I, I keep up with some there is a, a kid that i found um who's a kind of has my last name um his name is brian brock and uh, he wrestles out of florida and um big boy and he's really good and um i watched him i watched him in a few matches and, and he's a heel and um man he was amazing to me. And I'm, I'm thinking, why is this kid not in WWE or somewhere large, doing better than what he's doing now? So I had him send me some stuff and, and I sent it straight to DDP. Um, you know, and, and it was like, uh, because he's, he's good. He really is. You know, he was, um, he was taught um, by Steve Kern uh, at, at Tampa. So uh, he's got that good, um, a good teaching right there, um, you know. And he, I guess he's retired now. Um, Karen has, but but this boy can really, really wrestle, and he's a good heel. Um, so um, I just thought he belonged somewhere a little bit different than um, than what he's having to do, you know, making fifty to a hundred dollars a match and killing himself for doing it, you know, and. And I respect that. I really do. But he. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He belongs somewhere else, I believe. Any sort of relation to you? I don't know. We talked about that. Um, our families, um, uh, my family, my immediate family is um, North Georgia. North or uh, North Carolina, North Georgia, parts of South Carolina and Virginia. His family, Virginia, West Virginia. So there may be 
um, some sort of um, distant, you know, relative there. I don't know. Um, only way we find out is is do the, I guess the DNA thing, and and uh, that's and it's funny. I don't I don't mess with any that in that DNA stuff. I don't uh, I don't trust yeah. it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't take the shot. Won't do the DNA thing. I'm I don't want people having my stuff. You know. Yeah. But besides, obviously, Brian and DDP, do you yeah. like follow de- the current WWE? Do you see what's going on with AEW, things like that, or you don't really pay attention? I to don't that? pay attention to much of it anymore. Um, I, I really don't because I'm so I've been so engulfed with raising babies, or, and they're not babies anymore. But uh, I um, I hunt a lot. Um, I fish. I do whatever I. I mean, I'm an outdoors guy. I like to do stuff like that. Um, so I kind of, I, you know, and it, I left with a bad taste in my mouth. And uh, so that's one of the reasons that I don't, you know, and, um, but there's guys that were, you know, that were friends that I do keep up with. Um, but I, I don't, I don't keep up with it much. Every once in a while, I'll, 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 I'll watch a few matches and, and sometimes I'll, I'll look at that and go, oh, that's just not good, you know. And uh, sometimes I'll watch a match and go, wow, that was incredible. It all depends on who's doing it and, and, and you know, who's, who's wrestling. Uh, but some of it is just so over the top. It's, it's some to me. Now, this is just me. Now, this is my, my opinion. Yep. Some of it, sometimes it's, it's, some, uh, it's over the top a little bit too much where it, it just doesn't um, look good, you know? Yep. So I, um, I kind of just uh, – I kind of stay away from it, but that's okay. Different. It's definitely different. A lot of the wrestling nowadays. Yeah. But I will say this, look, it got, it got me, it got me a record deal. It, uh, it has moved. It has helped me in my career. Um, when, when people ask me about it, we talk about it and yeah, um, they, they, they said, you did what, (laughs) you know, and tell them the story about how Warner brothers, came to me um, and not me going, and I was 31 years old at that time um, that um, they came to me and I will be 60 my next birthday. And, um, you know, it's like, uh, it's hard to think it was that long ago, you know, that I uh, stepped in the ring. It was uh, a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking when you were mentioning Macho before, and you know he's doing the voice. Yeah. I've heard that from so many of the guys. It's like he's not really in gimmick. It's it that's no, maybe that's who funny. he is, right? That's who he is, right? I, I just was thinking about that. That's so funny because so many guys you always hear these stories, and like the voice doesn't change. Yeah. And like, no. I would see him. We would do things in in Tampa when I was I was doing radio at WQIK in Tampa, and there'd be celebrity events all the time. And every time I'd see him. Hey Chad, how are you? Yeah, and that and that neck would just you know just bulge out, you know, and and he looked like he was just gonna just all of a sudden go and just blow up, you know. Yeah. And uh, but he was so nice and he was so cool, you know. Um, did get a chance to spend a lot of time with with Hogan. He was too big, you know. I stayed away from. I asked him to play bass on. He's a pretty good bass player. And I had asked him, um, you know, if he would like to come and 
and play bass on one song on my, on my uh, first or second record, I think. First record, I believe. And he, he, he was uh, sarcastically said something. And I just said, well, don't worry about it. You know, thanks for, you know. And I, uh, I left it alone. But um, I, th- I, I thought it would be kind of a cool thing to have Hulk play bass yeah. on one of my songs. But he had no interest in doing anything, you know, um, at all. So I was like, okay, I left it alone left him alone um and so i didn't really didn't spend much time with him at all and uh, and that was okay um, but he never treated me with any disrespect um you know the only only people again that treated me with disrespect were, were arn and kevin um and that and that was because they they want they they wanted me out and that and i i, I get it i understand i'm not I'm not a dummy. I, you know, I understand when, you know, if you're not, uh, if you're not wanted somewhere, they were the, uh, the bookers at the time. And so they could, they could do what they want to do. But, um, I don't know that, uh, Eric knew that at the time. Uh, um, I don't know if he did or not. Um, but, uh, the last time I saw, um, I sang the anthem at a, in Tampa somewhere. Um, at a, I think it was a, uh, uh, some fight, boxing match, some fight or something like that. And I did the anthem. That was the last, that was years ago. That was the last time I saw Bischoff. I don't know what he's doing now. I don't uh, have any idea, you know. He's got uh, a, a number one seller book he just came out with, and he's got a very popular podcast that he that does he, it? called yeah, 83 Weeks, which is about WCW's 83 Weeks of Dominance yeah. there. It, uh, I'll tell you one thing, it was definitely a, uh, a unique, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and I, I got, I was one of the lucky, you know, God, they offered me a contract. I, I, I learned how to do it. I, I didn't, uh, I had a, had a match that, uh, uh, it was before the Saturday night matches we used to have in, in, uh, in Atlanta. And, uh, I, and I can't remember, uh, who I wrestled, uh, but, um, he, had, he missed the finishing move. He missed his move. And I had to, and I had to think real quick. And I, and I, and I, and I, I, I my finishing move was the bulldog, but I had to do something totally different, rolled him and in, in, and, um, and pinned him. And, um, that next day I was called in, they gave me a contract, you know, and it wasn't a big one, but Hey, it was, you know, at that, that, that time before my first album came out, when you're making $1,000 a week wrestling and you're got a, uh, a uh, you're making another, you know, $1,000 a week writing music, uh, it was pretty good money, you know, <laughs> pretty good money at that time, you know, back in the 90s. And uh, so uh, I was one of the lucky ones because there was a lot of artists that were starving back then. I, I call them starving artists, but. I got lucky at that time. When you were about to sign your deal, was it shocking? Like, did you expect to sign it? And who's the one that actually like gives you the contract? Jody? Bischoff. It was Bischoff, oh, Bischoff himself. So it was Eric himself. Okay. Yeah. Bischoff did. He uh, called me in the office and, and, uh, and uh, I signed a three-year deal and it was, an, it, uh, it started out as a thousand dollars a week and then it moved. It could have gone up as I, progressed it could have gone up to upwards to a million dollars it was 
you know, according how I moved up into this or that, you know, if I was on whatever shows, you know, or if I was did this or did that, it was almost, it was, it was merit-based, I should say. And, uh, but it was, it was something I'd never seen before. And, and, uh, it was a good deal of money. And, uh, at that time for me, and, um, I was okay with it and uh, I did it, but I tell you, it, it, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, wrestling beat the hell out of me. It really did. Were you thinking like, oh, uh, wrestling is it now and forget about music? Or was, was no way, no way, no way, no way. It, music <laughs> is, was, I, you know what, to be honest with you, I did not want to wrestle. Um, I had no interest in it whatsoever, but I wanted a record deal. So, um, at that point in my life, uh, you, your thought process, and it's kind of funny. And I, and I, the reason I'll, I say this is that, um, you, you get in your mind, uh, certain things and, um, I wanted that deal. I wanted to have that opportunity to make music. And if I, if I had to do this, if I had to put my body through this, I was going to do it. And then after I got, you know, I, after getting hurt really bad and not, and actually it, it, it retired me. I couldn't, I couldn't wrestle anymore. I spent nine months in rehab uh, wow. with an injury that, that would not heal it. I mean, they couldn't go in and reattach it because it was a partial tear with strain, meaning it had, he, the doctor explained to me, like, have you you've seen those meat things where they take it and they just like, you, or you can just scrape the meat like this. It yeah, looked gross. Like yeah. had taken that hole, you know, and just tore it up. And uh, he told me the only thing we do is, is just heal. And, and I had nine months left on my contract. And I just didn't want to do it anymore. And luckily, I had uh, I had music that that uh, Warner Brothers uh, thought would work, and and uh, we did it, and it worked. And um, I did three albums on Warner Brothers. Um, then things like everything else change. Um, different people come into the label. They uh, at that time they were getting rid of um, anybody over fifty, who uh, at that point made too much money. You know, if you know what I mean, it was one of those kind of deals. Yep. Uh, yep. And they and who had they got rid of a guy named Bob Saparidi, who was the general manager, who was a brilliant music man. I still talk to Bob today. Bob is seventy five years old, and he is a joy to talk to. Um, Bob was the kind of guy that he was in Nam, and Bob was that guy that. You would Bob was the go-to guy. If you needed something, you go to Bob. You know, if you needed, I mean, anything. Now I'm talking anything. It's like, you know, he lived and he lived in a different place than everybody else. You know, it was almost like a movie could be made from Bob's life. You know, he was the go-to guy for anything you needed. Bob could find it for you. But he was such a good music guy, and they got rid of him. They brought in a guy. Uh, from L.A. who wouldn't know a country song if it slapped him in the face. 
And he looked at me and told me that the next biggest artist to come out of, of, uh, of Warner Brothers would be an Australian alternative girl. And he named her. And to this day, I couldn't tell you her name because she didn't do anything. You have no idea. <laughs> you know, so I said, I went to Jim Ed, straight to Jim Ed uh, Norman at the president of Warner Brothers at the time. And I said, um, with Chris at the helm, I'm out. Um, I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to work with him. He doesn't know a country song if it hit him in the head. Uh, so I'm done. Uh, but I already had a record deal under my belt. I didn't, now I wasn't stupid. I'd already set something up and got uh, and had an offer on the table already with Broken Bow, which is huge now. They've got Jason Aldean. They've got Craig Morgan. They've got uh, Laney Wilson. They're a big label now. They weren't back then. Um, I was there. I was their uh, uh, their oldest artist, I guess, uh, or, or the one that had hits. And so they thought they could, but they didn't have uh, they didn't have what they needed in place to move forward and get it going. As, at that point in time, it just took some time. And uh, so I kind of uh, did a record with them that really never did anything. And uh, I uh, ended up leaving in uh, 2005, uh, my last tour date. And I uh, went into radio and, and uh, loved it. Was home every day, um, raising children and having a blast and uh, working on uh, the Country Network. Um, trying to get that going. And uh, so we did all that. And uh, I got out of the business totally for a while in which um, I was miserable, you know. So, uh, but I'm back in doing what I love to do again. And, uh, you know, and I, and I don't, I, I don't, I, it's kind of funny. I don't understand how lucky I got. You know, and the uh, Lord's been good to me, I guess, um, because I uh, offered the television show. The next thing you know, I got offered a record deal and they let me do what I want to do this time. Um, cutting great. You know, I've always been a song guy. Let's find the best songs we can find. And I've seen too many artists try to come back and they put out songs that, you know, aren't worth cutting you know yep um if you're gonna do it do it right or don't do it at all you can tour you can always tour and make money and you know um, a lot of guys have a lot of hits and they can tour forever but if you want to come back and you want to go back to radio if you want to come back out and do things you better be able to compete with that with the younger guys that are getting great songs and so um Hopefully we'll uh, we'll have some stuff that in the near future that will compete with uh, uh, you know the the new guys that are out there these days and and uh, luckily luckily I'm singing as well as I did back in the earlier days and uh, so we'll see what happens. Do you miss wrestling at all though? I know obviously you're still buddies with DDP, but do you miss the business at all? Um, no, I do not. Um, 
just you wanted the truth. I, 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 it got me to a certain point in my life, in my career. Um, but um, I, uh, that's about as far as I wanted to take it. Um, uh, you know, because I got in at such a late age. I got in, I was 31. Most of those guys were, you know, fresh out of college. Maybe they were drafted by the NFL. Did, maybe they played one year and did not uh, go any, you know, past that. Um, but uh, I, I just, there, it, it's just something I never thought about doing ever in my life. You know, I'd watched it. You know, I got and I'd, I'd, I'd watched it all my most most of my life. I'd watch wrestling and, and watch Dusty. And I got to know Dusty very well. And, and Dusty was a dear friend before he passed away. And and we used to have hours of long conversations, just me and him. Just we would sit and talk and talk and talk. And that's awesome. And and I loved I loved him. He was such a, a wonderful guy. And it broke my heart when he passed away. But. I, he was my hero. If there, if I had a hero in, in the business, it was Dusty. Um, he treated everybody with respect and with kindness. And he was the best I have ever seen. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, in the business, I uh, mean, the best um, at everything he did, you know. Uh, entertainment part of it or the you know when he when he did his interviewing his interviews were the best um it wasn't it, it was just he was he was he was it man he was cool you know so uh i got to know i got to know him pretty well and he called a few of the matches that i was in and and i was in, i was in a match against mike enos and and uh and i remember dusty saying Looks like that's all for Chad Brock. <laughs> you know, I had Dusty's voice, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, Mike was a, Mike took care of me. Mike was a great wrestler, too. Mike Enos. Yes. Underrated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Underrated. You're yeah. correct. Very good wrestler, though. Uh, and he was uh, part of that Dungeon of Doom thing, I think, was going on back then. Um, but uh, he was he was good, man. He t he took care of me. I did some things that I had never done before when I wrestled him. I uh, dropped on my neck. Um, you know, it was uh, definitely different. But it was uh, he uh, he took care of me. You know, which was good. So big dust. That was your favorite. You were when you were a fan growing yeah. up. Yeah, in Florida. In, in Florida, we had four stations. We had ABC, NBC, 2, 4, and 6, and 11, which was actually Channel 44 out of Tampa. And uh, I you know, I always watched Dusty, and it was Dusty wrestling Ivan Koloff or, you know, uh, just always so much, so much fun. Just all those guys, 
Dusty told me about a, a, ma a match that he had with, uh, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm losing my mind here with names, but uh, um, he ended up in a lot of movies. He's still living, with, he's still living, I believe. Um, um, golly. Terry well, Funk. Yes. Terry Funk. <laughs> they had, he told me, this. he said, we had a an hour match. And I'm thinking to myself, what are we going to do for an hour? He said they went and they stuck chairs underneath the, underneath the, the ring. And uh, they'd go in there and, and they'd grab the, the chair and they'd sit. And Dusty would sit in the, in the middle of the ring and wait for Terry to come out. And Terry would run up and Dusty would get out. And, and all of a sudden, Terry would sit in the darn chair. And wait, and and they just do that for and the, the ring. I guarantee that the whole match lasted three minutes. But it was the it was the funny part was the whole thing of them waiting on each other, sitting in the chairs, you know, yep. talking smack. And that was a match for an hour, and that was entertaining, you know. And you know they were older. What are they going to do? Beat each other up for an hour? They can't do that. But they did it in that kind of way, you know. And it was entertaining. It was funny. And the people loved it. And, you know, we laughed about that match, you know, and uh, uh, just stuff like that. Just, you know, that's the kind of stuff I love to, you know, to let the stories behind what Dusty would, would tell me, you know. Uh, but it was uh, interesting to, to sit with him for hours and listen to what he had to say, you know. He was great. I only got to know him a very little bit, but two days before he passed, I had interviewed him. I yeah. thought he was just the way he sounded. He sounded great. We were joking around about doing more interviews and come back next and like, you know, doing more stuff together. And then he passed away. So I was absolutely shocked. It's like, wow, I just yeah. talked to you two days ago. He sounded great. So it's just yeah. like, oh man, what, what a shame. But he was one of those guys where I hardly knew him, but it felt like even his two sons, when I interviewed them, they said the same yeah. thing. Dustin and Cody said the same thing. Yeah. yeah he'll make you feel like your buddies. Cause he's like, Hey, absolutely. Johnny, What's up, Jenny? What's going on? What are we doing, Jenny? You're like, you know, because yeah. we had a talk to set it up. What time you want to do yeah. it? All those, so we got to bullshit for a little bit. So it was like, yeah. wow, that's just awesome, Dusty Rhodes. Holy shit! He always made you feel like you knew him. He always, yes. he always made you feel like he was your best friend. Yes, and uh, I think that's why people loved him so much. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and and to me, that's the best kind of entertainer. Is you know it. You, you don't know their names. A lot of folks, you don't know their names. I, I will. There's a lot of people that I gave for instance. There's one person that I've never seen to be this good in my life. Um, 1998, I am at the Warner Brothers Music Awards in Vegas. And it's now called the Billboard Music Awards. Yep. And I look. Um, I'm standing in line getting uh, the lanyards and everything, you know, to figure out who I'm going to sit next to and the whole night, you know, I'd kind of a deal, you know, where you're just standing in line and I get a tap on the shoulder. I look back and it's Garth Brooks. And at that time I'd never met Garth before. And Garth, um, looks at me and says, uh, Chad, how are you? Nice to meet you. Finally. Uh, I love ordinary life. I think it's a great song. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, man, the largest star in the world knows my name um knows the record i have out now and you know sat there and talked to me for 20 minutes like he has known me all my life 
And I've never seen anybody that good to this day uh, can remember a name, you know, from years ago and know and know that person, what they did that day, you know, can remember that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's just an amazing it's an amazing talent uh, to be able to do that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I, you know, I haven't seen Garth in a while. I know Trisha very well. Trisha's father was a huge wrestling fan. Oh, nice. Huge, I mean, huge. We were in 1994. We were down in real wrestling in Daytona Beach. And um, I was down there and Trisha was doing um, a show with the Daytona Philharmonic Orchestra. So she was doing the show that night and we were wrestling the next night, same auditorium or same. So she was there and she got on and I, I, I knew her because of music and she, and she, and her, she introduced me to her father as Chad Brock, the wrestler. And <laughs> wow. he just lost his mind. And I became friends with, you know, his dad, her dad and her mom. They're both passed on since then. But I was always Chad the wrestler, never Chad the artist, the singer. It was always the wrestler because he loved wrestling. And, uh, but, oh, nice, just nice people. You know, Trish has always been a friend. And she was, you know, I've got pictures of her with my daughter and, you know, over the years. And, you know, take her over, look at her fish in a tank, you know, and point out the fish and talk to her when she was little and, you know, and um, those kind of, and just good people, you know, just really good people. It's funny. So many people are wrestling fans, but you don't know it until they say something about wrestling. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got, I've I heard stories about people that have, uh, you know, watching wrestling back in the, late fifties and early sixties. And when they're when they're, when their favorite wrestler got beat or something, had something done to them, they'd shoot the television set, you know, <laughs> I've heard stories about that, which cracked me up, you know, and, and it, uh, they were into it. I mean, you know, they'd sit, that's what they did on Saturday night. They watched their watch their and their wrestler got beat. They got mad. Yep. You know, and they, sometimes they'd shoot the, the TV, but, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it, I have no regrets about anything I've done, um, with, with wrestling and music because it, it, it put me where I am. Uh, it opened doors that would have, uh, never been opened, uh, I think. Um, so I have no, uh, no regrets whatsoever. I wish I'd have done things a little bit differently. Um, hindsight's 2020 when I, at the, at the, at, you know, down at the power plant, um, I, I, I'd gone back cause I was going back and forth to the power plant because I was writing, trying to get this record, you know, ready to, you know, be ready to go. And I did not spend as much time and I got myself out of shape a little bit. And, uh, I, you know, a couple matches, I, I was gassed and I shouldn't have been. And, uh, so I look back like that and, and I've, I made some mistakes doing that, but, uh, um, I don't have any regrets of anything I did because it, it got me where, where I am. And, uh, it moved, 
it moved everything forward for me. And, uh, you know, there's still many years left. I've got, we're going to have a whole lot of fun coming up and we're going to see what's going to take place the next 10 years. You know, I don't plan on, you know, I look at my parents, I lost both my parents in 20 and uh, they died six weeks apart and they stopped. And when I say that they stopped what they were doing, they just stopped, they stopped living. And when they did that, they died. So I don't want to stop. Um, I want to keep going and whether it's music or whether it's something else, um, retirement to me is, I don't, I, I, I don't consider what I do work. You know, I, I don't consider any, any, I don't consider music work. It's a, it's a love. It's, you know, um, of course you got 14 hour days, you know, but you're, where you're shooting this or doing that, you know, with TV, but I don't consider it work. You know, it's something I love to do. And so, um, I don't want to stop doing that because I think once you stop doing that is that that's when you stop period. And, uh, so I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can do it. Love that. So as we wind it down here, we'll head towards the finish. What is next for you just as far as, is it just putting out the music, TV, radio? Give us all that. Um, we're going to keep doing the show. Uh, we're going to move forward. Hopefully um, the show w was kind of, um, uh, uh, the idea was whenever TNN, the Nashville network, was uh, was taken off the air and bought by, I think it was bought by CBS or somebody like that. They changed format. They, you know, they stopped. They took out country music. They weren't playing any. They weren't doing anything. There used to be a show called the Ralph Emery show that was taken over by a good buddy of mine named Gary Chapman. And it was called Nashville nights. And, uh, we don't have anything like that or did not have anything like that for artists country music artists to um, on a nightly or weekly thing, go on and play interview, so on and so forth. So what I would like to see happen would be a nightly show like we had back with TNN. Um, of course I couldn't do it every night. I would have to tape it, but you know, but a nightly show, um, an audience show, um, there's plenty of audiences that are in, we could bring in, in in Nashville. They're everywhere. So love to do that. Um, and then back out on the road uh, doing shows uh, until that one day I say enough's enough, you know, and that's uh, that, I guess that's next for me would be grandbabies. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. You know? So, uh, um, but that's hopefully a few years away. Yes. You know? So, uh, that's, that's, that's the dream. That's, and, uh, that's, that's the goal and, uh, we will see. And where can everybody find you as far as social media wise? And, and obviously well, uh, with the I, TCN, I'll tell you where people, it's, it's really easy to find the show. A lot of folks have Roku. Um, oh yeah. 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 Roku channel 1143. Um, you can find it on there. You can find it on sling TV. You're going to be able to, it's, in February, it's going to be all over Apple. It's going to be all over the 
you know, everywhere you, you can see things, it's going to be there. Um, you can go to tcntoday.com or tcncountry.com. Watch the show. Um, again, 1143 on Roku. It's on Samsung TV. I do not know the channel on that one. I apologize. But it's um, it's over the air in a lot of areas. So it's in a lot of households. I mean, it's kind of funny. Everybody says, we're in 50 million households. No, you're not. You know, you could broadcast to 50 million households, but you're, you know, however many watch you is how many households exactly. you're in. You know, I, I get a kick out of that. But um, so hopefully grow it. And um, I've had some interesting um, guests so far. I will not keep it to uh, country music. I will. Uh, I've had um, a 19-year-old world champion chef on. I've had... Um, Colonel Alan West, who is a, a true patriot. He is a conservative. Um, he ran, for, he was a, uh, a congressman out of Florida. He ran for governor against Greg Abbott in Texas. Um, he is a, a, a true patriot, great guy. Um, uh, I'm a gun guy. So we're going to, I'm not afraid to, uh, uh, we want to, we want to do some fun things with, showing the people the right way uh, to uh, the right way to have guns. If you're going to have them, uh, they get a better, they have a bad name because well, we all know why they have a bad name. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but um, we are not a, uh, a woke show. Um, we are a conservative leaning show. And I'll be the first one to say that I'm very proud of that. Um, and, uh, we want to, you know, we, we, we love, we love this country. We love everything about what's, you know, this country. And, uh, and so they, they said, what do you want to do? And I said, y'all know me, y'all know the way I lean and that's the way I want to go. And they said, do it. So, and, uh, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are, that have the same feelings that I do. And, uh, um, so here we go. We will see. I'm not awesome. gonna. I will not do this though. I will not. I thought about running for, for Congress or Senate one day, but I have decided no way in the world am I going to enter politics. That is the dirtiest game on the planet, and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. But, but I will. You know, I will speak my mind about the way I feel about this country. I'm not afraid to, and. uh I'm not afraid of, I'm not worried about getting, uh, what's the word there, buddy? Uh, canceled. 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 Yep. You can't, you can't cancel me, you know? <laughs> so, you know, anyway, that's what I, uh, that's what I intend to do. Awesome. Yeah. Stay away from politics. That is the worst. Yeah. That's for oh, sure. it is. Yeah. I'm going to stay away from you getting into, now I'll talk <clears throat> politics, but I will not enter politics. Yes. Yes. Yep. But Chad, thank you so much for all the time today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com two-man power trip 
where the power lies, brother. <laughs>